This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to wish you a Happy New Year! (laughs) This is episode 99. Actually, technically the 100th episode. Won't get into that. But this is Monday, (laughs) January 2nd, 2012. And we have two awesome episodes of Chuck that we're going to get to. And it's going to be probably a little longer than usual. But first, we got some news. Mel? Well, Nielsen released some stats for the year that was 2011, and there's some good news for Chuck fans in there. According to NM Insight, which is a Nielsen McKenzie company, Chuck garnered the most online buzz of any TV show in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had a whopping 54% of mentions among the top 10 most buzzed about TV shows this year. Uh, to put that in perspective, Desperate Housewives was in second place with 16% of the mentions. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about this, and if I had to, you know, pinpoint what it was exactly that set Chuck apart, what one thing, I mean, obviously, Chuck fans are always out on Twitter and Facebook, and, you know, we're kind of the evangelists of the TV industry mm-hmm. for our show. But I think it was the uh, the Not a Nielsen Family campaign that We Give a Chuck had spearheaded last spring as part of the renewal campaign, mm-hmm. because, of course, that was focused on tweeting and, you know, a lot of people joined in and and uh, it garners a lot of blog posts and uh, Facebook um, mentions and all that stuff, in addition to just the regular stuff that Chuck fans do. So mm-hmm. good work, Chucksters. And uh, tip of the hat to We Give a Chuck for coming yeah. up with the idea. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. And speaking of 2011, be sure to check out our annual Chuck Year in Review at ChuckTV.net. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to look back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of looking back, we just concluded our ultimate villain showdown for mm-hmm. seasons one through four, and the winners have been chosen. They are, drumroll, <laughs> Laszlo Manhofsky, Ted Rourke, Daniel Shaw, who? Um, Alexei Volkov and Clyde Decker Mm. will choose the baddest baddie of season five after the show wraps and then have a final tournament for the ultimate Chuck villain of all time. So be watching out for that. Mm, Some pretty good bad guys over the course of the series. And it looked like everybody was having fun doing this. (laughs) Yeah, they were. There was got into some heated discussions about who was the baddest (laughs) of them all. Uh, it was pretty obvious from early on that uh, Shaw and Volkov were going to run away with their seasons. I wasn't sure about the other two, though. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting stuff. No one thought Mark Hamill was? No, huh? <laughs> uh, he was just there for such a tiny bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. I am alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we hope you caught the holiday podcast with holiday greetings from 18 of the Chuck cast and crew. And thanks to crew member Suwani Wilhelm, series rap party, and set teardown pictures. It was, uh, I, I think it just came together really well. And if, if you missed it, please do check it out. Um, you, you're not going to want to miss it. Go to blip.tv slash chuckpodcast or chuckpodcast.com to catch that episode and make sure that you get your encouragement from the cast and crew. And I, I thought just some really, uh, some really touching ones and also some really fun ones too. Yeah. Bring your box of tissues. <laughs> yeah, Julia Ling's letter there at the end was pretty funny. Oh yeah, and yeah. Gomez, you know, he always brings it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's does. that's for sure. And uh, also uh, another really really cool thing. Th- thanks to uh, Chuck fan Rick Campanella, he goes by Rick Online. Um, he uh, asked me to come on a radio interview that was on an LA radio station, AM 1680, this week on Thursday night, I think it was. And it was a show that was all about Chuck. It featured Zachary Levi and Mark Christopher Lawrence. And so that was just a really, really neat thing to do. Of course, I was totally tongue-tied. It was a very weird thing being on the other side of the interview, but you can check it out. Hopefully, it'll be archived in their podcast section. You can find that at adrenalineradio.com, spelled adrenaline without the the ending E, and then radio.com. Do check it out. And I appreciate Rick um, wanting to, to encourage Chuck fans with that interview. And I thought you did a good job, Gray. Oh, thanks. I thought you did just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wasn't even able to hear it myself, so I, I can't oh. wait to, to hear the archived version. I think it's probably better than you think it was. <laughs> better than you remember. Uh, That's cool. the way that works. 
Yeah. Well, we're going to just have a quick word from our sponsors and then get to talking about two amazing episodes of Chuck. Here we go. This week's featured sponsors have products that help your computer. Don't have enough PCI slots in your computer? Magma.com can add more. Even high-end graphics or storage cards, starting at $829. Or take a look at NetStore with PCI expansion and closures starting at $499. FX Factory by Noise Industries powers hundreds of visual effects for Final Cut Pro, Motion, Final Cut Express, and Adobe After Effects. Part 2 of our sponsor messages will be after the episode discussion. And we're back. It already seems like a long time ago, but Chuck versus the Santa suit, which was written by a writing assistant, Amanda Kate Schumann, um, I thought was an amazing episode. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whew, I was going away. Shaw <sighs> was so freaking insane. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. I, you know, I thought... I thought I was going to go right through my TV screen if he were going to hit Sarah one more time. Mm. Right? He just beat the tar out of her. I couldn't believe that they did that. Oh, that was violent. But then this week's episode, she had another couple of brutal scenes. I was like, dang. I mean, (laughs) Yvonne had to be sore after those two weeks of filming. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because, you know, she does a lot of that stuff herself. Wow. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I was thrilled to bits with Shaw. You know, that's the that's the Shaw that I wanted in season three. Mm-hmm. That's the Shaw he should have been in season three. Just the complete and utter, unhinged, unpredictable villain. I mean, the stakes yeah. were high. I actually wasn't sure what he was going to do, because especially with that opening fight with Sarah, mm-hmm. like, you know, the gloves are off. Yeah. Yeah. It well- was so right there. It was like... I mean, it was, it was like an explosion in the very first scene before even the opening credits. It was like this. Ex- and, and I gotta say, Brandon Routh, he did a great job. Excellent mm. job. That's probably the, you know, I mean, I think it kind of looked like that's what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was hard earned in, in a, and I think that you couldn't have had this episode in the third season because we wouldn't have felt that he, I know. Well, just like you said, the stakes that that the stakes yeah. were earned. But the fact that you took the the season three Shaw and had him stew in prison, yeah. like it, it was like this was a well marinated villain. Mm. And and so when when he yeah. was just so vicious with the the freezing temperatures and and wanting her to suffer and all that kind of thing, you just felt that this is a guy who's been stewing and simmering and suffering on his own, and and so it it was just all the more gritty and poignant because of it. Yeah. And then Chuck and Ellie took him out. Chuck yeah. and Ellie. Yay. Wachowskis. Yeah. Yeah. Some people I know were disappointed that it wasn't Sarah that, you know, delivered the final blow. But you know what? She had her. She did that. Mm -hmm. She did that back in season three. And this was they made it clear from the beginning that they were avenging Stephen J. Bartowski's death. Yeah. So, yes, it needed to be Chuck and Ellie. Ellie needed to be a part of that. She needed to get that frying pan out and smack him upside the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving what they're doing with Ellie this season. Ooh, I am too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. She, she, <laughs> I'm so glad that she was totally completely a part of that for that mm-hmm. episode. Um, and, and it was fun that Devin was there too mm-hmm. to, to kind of be there with her, you know, now instead of stopping her and saying, no, this isn't, this isn't our fight. They just totally both got into it, you know, yeah. even though, even though they really realized that, uh oh, this is the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we could really be in serious trouble here. Mm-hmm. They were able to kind of pull it together and figure stuff out. Even if it didn't go 100% according to plan, they were still able to pull it together. And I don't know, you gotta, you know, you gotta give them kudos for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I do, I do have to mention one thing that, uh, that was brought up on Twitter. And, uh, and as always happens, no matter how good an episode is, there's a, you always see some tweets of, but I didn't like this, but I didn't like that. And, and I know that some people had an issue with how could Shaw possibly still have an intersect when the intersect was removed from Chuck. But the thing is, it totally fits. We have to remember, who was it that removed the intersect from Chuck very forcefully? That was Decker. And mm-hmm. it was established very clearly 
that Decker had been turned by Shaw when Decker went to him in prison. He was blackmailed by by Decker. So presumably Decker was on his way to remove the intersect from him then when he was turned. And so it's totally believable that, that mm-hmm. Shaw could have still had it. The only person who would know that he still had it was Decker, who was in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And and so he could just sit in there, stew, use his intersect to to gain intel and, and that kind of thing. Totally believable. Yeah. And then Chuck could turn it against him and upload you know, scenes from Christmas episodes and <laughs> yeah. movies yeah. and de-intersect him. Go, Chuck, go. I, uh, that's, that's another thing I'm loving about the season is that Chuck does not have the intersect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am too. And, I'm just really, really in love with that. Yeah. And he's still kicking butt and taking names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the, uh, the whole storyline with General Beckman and oh my gosh! Chuck had that CIA party. This is uh, my team. This is still my team. Yeah, it is. Go. Yeah. I loved it when she said, "Let's go get our girl." Yeah, yeah. I just loved it. You know, it was a simple sentence, but just the way she referred to Sarah as our girl. Yeah. 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 I know. Now, now this is this is. I, I got to mention these these Twitter comments again. Um, somebody else said. How is it the CIA could be having a Christmas party when there was this big virus out? Now, now I don't, I, I don't proclaim to be an expert about the CIA, but I know big companies, and I, and I certainly know politicians have no problem throwing parties, no matter what's going on. <laughs> this is true. Am I right? You know, it never even occurred to me to question that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think of it either. I think I was just too caught up in Beckman's reaction to it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Stan Lee's cameo. Oh, Stan Lee. <laughs> I, I loved Zach's expression. You know, he's he's playing Chuck, Uber Geek Chuck, yeah. who sees Stan Lee at the CIA party and discovers that he is a spy. Yeah. I mean, he just his mind was blown. <laughs> well, yeah. And and you know what? That was that is I think of out of all of the cameos that I've ever seen Stan Lee do. That was the best. The best. It the was. The best. To, because it actually involved him as a person in the storyline. Uh-huh. And getting to interact with Benita Friederici. Who, yeah. I'm telling you, I think there's nothing you can do that would fluster that woman. Uh-huh. I mean, you can put her in any situation and she's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, Take get care it together, of this. people. Mm. Yeah. There will be no smooching, Stanley. Get away. Mm-hmm. Go away. <laughs> it's hilarious. I loved but, it. Yeah. <laughs> and her resolution though with uh with Santa <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we will never speak of this. Never. The <laughs> <laughs> first Poor Chuck. <laughs> you're about to become a man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I'm doing the lipstick afterwards, like yes. Oh, it oh, was goodness. it was such a wonderful episode, and it was um, I don't know, I it was so I, intense. I still, it yeah. was really intense. It was um, I loved the um all the, the scenes with Morgan and Alex mm-hmm. working together. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alex bringing it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I didn't see that coming. That girl, she's going to be a spy. She's got to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the end. Oh, and well, and and also, um, John Casey with that teddy bear. Mm-hmm. That was so sweet. Oh. And then that he realized that you know he had a chance to talk to her, to say that to her in person, yeah. and he did it. Yeah, that, that shows a, a progression for the character as well as the show. Yeah. You know, because in the first two to three seasons, people, you could tell that people were feeling things, but they wouldn't actually tell the person to whom, about whom they were feeling it. Mm. And it wasn't just Chuck and Sarah. It was, you know, everybody was holding things in. And so it's really nice to be seeing some of that actually come out. And especially with Casey, it's, it's a real payoff for him. Yeah. 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 And, and yet totally consistent with the Casey character that we've seen all along. Yeah. Yeah. He's, obviously fallen in love with his daughter, you know, this daughter he didn't realize he had. And over the last, over the course of the last, what year and a half, mm-hmm. 
you know, we've seen him really, really come to love his role as her father and just open up to her. It's been one of the best decisions they've made, I think, on the show Mm -hmm. was to bring in Alex for Casey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, now what did you guys think? Again, didn't bug me and and people talked about the the subway product placement and oh i thought that's hilarious yeah i thought i thought it was one of the better ones i i thought yeah. it was um it wasn't it's sort of so over the top um and then jeff and lester figuring out this virus <laughs> i i totally love that i loved it i'm so happy that that they used jeff and lester that way mm mm-hmm. I really am. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's been fun to see Jeffster break out, you know, and, and rock and roll and everything. It's been fun, but, um, I really just kind of wanted to see what else they would do, especially with, um, Jeff being, you know, detoxified, mm. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, um, I love that, you know, they're drinking all the coffee and, and the more they drink, <laughs> they're, they're walking. Off the walls. <laughs> yeah. But then they were able to figure it out. And I'm just so yeah. glad that they gave that to them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they're it's not always re- just the butt of the jokes. That Exactly. Well, and, and it's the a thing reminder is, that they're really talented, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, Lester's a guy who, when he, when he was in prison, he was able to negotiate his way to the top exactly. by by giving internet to all of the inmates. <laughs> and cable. And, and oh, cable. And, cable. Yeah. And, and he's been established as this sort of anti-Chuck that has the ability to do these things, but... For Lester, it's that he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. or it, he wants to do it for his own gain. For his not own gain, yeah, save exactly. The world. Yeah. Right, or you know, apparently for a six-inch sub, he can be bought. So <laughs> you know, just like I was gonna say, a trip to the Bahamas. <laughs> and they did it all, and they and they did it all in elves' suits. Yeah. Okay, that was just exactly. cute. That yeah. was that was really cute. Yeah, um, and uh, I I do think we have to mention like. Uh, we didn't need to be convinced that Yvonne Strahovski is an amazing act- actress, but given the fact that she was tied up for the, almost this entire episode, and mm-hmm. yet she just delivered. She did, as always. You know, what was that line that he said to her? What's the worst thing you can imagine? And she said, spending Christmas Eve with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feisty. Yeah. <laughs> And and here's a person who comes from Australia and moved to Los Angeles and yet really convinced us that she was cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, they did a nice job with the makeup on her too. Mm-hmm. You know, you notice as the as the episode progressed that she was her face was getting kind of bluer and, and grayer and you know, just looking a little frosty. Yeah. I I just noticed that. I thought that was pretty well done. Yeah. And uh and it was such a neat, um, it, like it, it, it when we all saw the, the the promo for the episode, and when Chuck comes out and says, um, like he said, he says, "You got to face me without the intersect," and uh, and Chuck says, the, "He says the intersect so- won't do you any good now." Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. the intersect won't do you any good now, and and what does Chuck say? Don't be so sure. Yeah. And and of course we all thought, oh, what's going to happen? Is he going to get the intersect? And it was a really nice anti payoff. Mm-hmm. It was a red herring, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I loved it. I, I'm totally glad that Chuck doesn't have the intersect. I hope he doesn't ever get it back. Oh, you're going to get mail, Liz. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I know. I agree, though. Okay, he doesn't okay, now, need it anymore. He's he doesn't it. need it, yeah. yeah. Okay, now, th- I think this is three for three. Uh, so, an- another Twitter um, issue that people had was... Uh, how is it that Chuck, without the intersect, was able to fight this spy? Uh, and he, he said seen, he's been and, training. And he said he's been training. And people said, well, why haven't we seen seen this? Well, uh, number one, yes, we have. All the way since the beginning, they, they've uh-huh. been training in that sparring room. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, I have to think, and it, okay, this, this relates to, I just got a piano keyboard over Christmas. And I haven't actually played piano in about 22 years. And I picked it up and I start started to play, and I'm remembering songs that I haven't, I literally haven't played in 25 years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I close my eyes and I remember the songs better, and yeah. and that's because of something that's called muscle memory. Exactly. Chuck has had the intersect for what almost five years and has been doing all this kung fu, and and mm-hmm. you know 
that that the intersect kicks in and kicks out. So mm-hmm. there's ramping up and ramping down that's all Chuck and not the intersect, even all the way back. Mm-hmm. And so I can totally believe that he's picked up a lot of this stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. Plus, he just bought Intersected Morgan in episode three. Mm-hmm. He just did it. How quickly we forget. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't wasn't able to defeat. Well, he he used alternative means <laughs> to, <laughs> to defeat Morgan, yeah. but he held his own. I mm-hmm. mean, and then, and then he said, you know, Oh, I've been training. So I don't know. That didn't, I didn't, that did not bother me at all because mm-hmm. it made sense. It made yeah. sense. One of the complaints that I've seen the most um, on the site is, and actually um, I got into a discussion about that with um, a couple of people is about that. Um, after they took down Shaw, why didn't why did Chuck stop and talk to Ellie before rushing down to see Sarah? Hmm. And that kind of goes with this whole endless endless complaining about the lack of chemistry or you know the fact that they're not doing it every second on sh- on the show. I don't know. I don't mean to be flippant, you guys, but I just don't understand it. So hmm. in my from my perspective, they have a terrific relationship and I don't need to see them gazing into each other's eyes, you know, after every commercial break. I don't need it. Yeah. But, um, but, but, you know, Chuck and with Chuck and Ellie, they had just defeated the man who killed their father for the love. Yeah. Give him a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and somebody's like, well, you know, just a, a peck on the cheek and a blanket is all Sarah gets. I, I, I don't know what you wanted. She was frozen. What was he going to do? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't most, hear it either. Uh, yeah. The, the com- these complaints tend to be coming from men. <laughs> and the women, and I actually asked this on the site. I said, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but I'm seeing a really solid relationship between the two of them. And maybe it's just more subtle, and that's why the guys aren't picking up on it. And I had several uh, female fans chime in and say, "Yeah, we think it's great. Mm-hmm. We love it. We we see it." And and so I think it just may be a subtlety thing. You know, it's a, we're picking up on things that maybe you know the, the female fans are picking up on things that maybe the male fans aren't. And in this case, it was completely appropriate for Chuck and Ellie to take a minute and hug and talk about the fact that the man who killed their father. Uh-huh is defeated again. Yeah. You know, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I do, I do have to just mention, okay, one more, one more. Mm-hmm. And, and now this one I did say, so after all this, this fighting and stuff, Sarah has a tiny bruise on her cheek and, and Shaw looks like he's been through a blender. Mm-hmm. Um, in that in that scene in the prison where where he's brought out and he's got this bl- like bruise bruises yeah. all over his face and stuff, I interpret that that there were a lot of people on his way to prison that decided to uh. let <laughs> into him. Uh. There's a lot of people that didn't like this guy and maybe he yeah. got a little beat up. Um, well, the the bruises weren't there after his fight with Sarah; they were there after his fight with Chuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I guess uh, what people were wondering is she was roughed up a lot by Shaw, so why isn't why wasn't she bruised up to the same extent? But I, I well, I think it's because this is it's Chuck. It's, <laughs> it's not. I, no, it's it's not. Uh, I don't know. If you go back and watch the fight, he wasn't delivering facial blows. Mm-hmm. Chuck was. Yeah. But Shaw was not. Shaw was going for the core. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going for the abdomen and, you know, the, the, the legs. He wasn't going for her face. Yeah. So she wouldn't be beat up in the face. Mm-hmm. But she would pull a knife out of her shoe. <laughs> I love that she has a knife in those heels. <laughs> yeah. And it's so Sarah, you know, yeah. knives, knives are her MO. They're yeah. her happy place. Yeah. As we saw again in this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you know what? I I I do say when like when she was walking around castle and she had those heels, you think, yeah. well, why why was she in 
heals. Well, of course, she didn't know that Shaw was going to capture her. No. And number one. She and, was busy helping Ellie. She was being a yeah, little Christmas elf. Yeah, getting ready for a Christmas party. <laughs> so, so of course, she could be in heels. But also, she can own those heels. Like, yeah. she, <laughs> she is not hampered by heels. No. No. Well, they're, they're her weapons, too. Yeah. So, you know. It, figuratively and literally. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was just another day at the office, as far as she was concerned, until exactly. Shaw showed up. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. anyway, again, I have to mention Amanda Kate Schumann, who um, literally when I visited in, in 2009, she was answering phones. Wow. Um, and and now she's writing this kind of episode. I'd say she's got a future ahead of her. Oh, Way yeah. To go. Yeah. 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 Congratulations, Amanda. Yeah. Outstanding. We'll be looking for yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burst onto the scene. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I should mention that uh, that we gathered together. A bunch of uh, encouraging messages from Twitter and sent them to Amanda after after that, and also from uh, from email. And she she emailed back, and she was incredibly thankful. So everybody who did send in encouragement for her, um, she she says thank you, thank you, thank you. It was it was um, very very exciting for her to read. Good. Yep. That's one yeah. of the things I love about this show is that we're able to interact with the writers. You know, that just really doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. on other shows that they get the the props that they deserve really yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and for and for her first i think now i i think she co-wrote an episode before this but mm-hmm. I, I think and don't quote me on this um but i'm i think this was her first full episode i believe that's right yeah um and so for her first full episode to deal with the return of a major villain i know like already yeah. and a holiday episode with all the emotions involved and all and of that. All those. Yeah. Terrific, terrific job. And that, and oh, we've had a lot of bad segues on the podcast. Well, wait a minute. Oh, I just oh pulled we're it not up done on yet. I, okay. I just pulled it up on IMDb and she did. She also wrote the family Volkoff. Family Volkoff. So that was her first episode. Now that, that may have been co-written as well. And they, they don't always indicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Um, yeah, Nicholas Wooten. She and Nick Wooten yeah. co-wrote that. Yeah. So, so uh, but speaking of it being a holiday podcast or mm-hmm. a holiday episode, I mean the holiday podcast. FYI, flip dot TV slash check podcast. Um, <laughs> but the bracelet. Yes. Yeah. The yes. bracelet was a was featured again, so you guys can stop bugging me about the bracelet. Uh huh. <laughs> it's still and- there. She still has it. She has it back. And well integrated into the plot. I thought it was really yes. nice how he took it and she got it back. Yes. Yeah, really, really nice. And this time Chuck gave it to her with all of that history behind them and the fact that they're married now. And she actually knows Chuck's mom. Mm-hmm. Well played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very well played. Okay, now getting back to my segue. I got to hold on to this good oh, segue. Okay. okay. So, no segue. <laughs> okay, my good segue is we had a a first time, f- f- as a full episode, first time writer for last week's Awesome Chuck. Well, this week's Chuck was a first time director. Yay! Uh, Matt Barber, who we know very well from, he's been on the podcast a few times, and he's very, very active on Twitter. Um, he's been editing Chuck since the very beginning. Well, not the very beginning. Norm Buckley edited the first two episodes, but he was in in that first season editing crew. Well, this was his very first time uh, directing an episode of television. He's he's directed some short short films and, and that kind of thing, but first time directing an episode of television. Sorry, that was a lot to say. And together with an awesome script by Rafe and Lauren, who we love. Yes. Terrific episode, Chuck versus the baby. What do you guys think? Uh, it was in my top five within 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. I, I, you know, and it stayed there. Mm-hmm. It may be number one. I, you know, these final episodes are wearing me out. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just keep on coming. Like, wow. They're so emotional and, yeah. and intense. Yeah. Yeah. Three times I teared up. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought, I'm going to cry, cry, cry. And if it weren't that I was t- tweeting with, you know, fans out there, I mm-hmm. would have. In fact, some of them did. And some mm-hmm. of them were men. I love you guys. Yeah. yeah. We got some stuff on our eyes in the chat room. <laughs> we had to take a, take a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It was. And honestly, I mean, for a first time directing, 
to direct these poignant emotional scenes mm. to do a foreign location. Um, uh, and also, you know, some good stuff between Morgan and, and Alex as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And some killer action sequences. Yeah, killer action. It was just, I think, an awesome, awesome episode. And all the things we love about Chuck. I mean, the great action yeah. at the same time having these really touching moments. Some excellent. Oh, my gosh. Yvonne, just I... I don't know how she doesn't have like shelves full of awards. This woman is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She back is back mean, strong, strong, uh, Sarah centric episodes. Mm-hmm. She did well. She brings it. Woo. Yeah. yeah. Anytime they decide to feature her, I mean, she just, she, she does it. She just does anything they ask her to do mm-hmm. and she does it well. You know, she makes a lot of other actors look. Like they're just, you know, like they are acting. And with her, it looks like this is actually her, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like she's acting. Yeah. And, and that actually reminds me at the, at the end when Chuck and Sarah are interacting with little Molly, mm-hmm. that was the most I've ever seen Yvonne and Zach actually shine through Yeah, their characters. You know, they are somewhat like their characters, but um, especially obviously Zach, but in that case, I was like, oh, my gosh. I've actually heard them say that in that tone of voice mm-hmm. when they've interacted with kids. It was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I loved her scenes with Cheryl Ladd. Mm. Cheryl Ladd is still, can I just say, she is still so awesomely beautiful. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I just, I loved her in this. I just, ooh, I just loved her. Yeah. Well, she was perfect casting. Perfect. And especially... It it is incredibly hard to okay number one act in a vacuum which like basically be on the phone so you're not actually acting interacting with anybody this is your introduction to the show after mm-hmm. a, a intro, in, introducing to a character after five seasons of getting to know Sarah and then and to, being a big mystery and being a big mystery and to come on the scene totally strong and believable in this interaction with with sarah like awesome awesome Mm -hmm. awesome stuff by cheryl ed you know i loved how they were they were able to connect through that lullaby Mm. i was i that's the first time i started to tear (laughs) yes i was just so tickled that we were hearing yvonne sing and then we got to hear her speak hungarian a little bit earlier Mm mm-hmm I mean, she can do everything, <laughs> you know, and she was double fisting the rifles at the beginning at that, yeah. you know, yeah. at the, the mansion. Yeah, Seriously. That was practically a Matrix scene where she was, it was. on the table. It, it totally was. <laughs> yeah. I and then she Lara did Croft, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lara Croft. Uh-huh. And then she does it again in present day in the kitchen when Riker finds her there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just outstanding outstanding and And i I, I have zero nitpicks with this episode yeah zero and 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 i thought it was so neat to to have her like be this lara croft or or whatever um in the matrix like just you get the idea that there's nothing that she can't face and then there's the baby (laughs) and she is just blown away mom i don't know what to do yeah (laughs) And, yeah. and I love that about about her. Like you just got that character so quickly through mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. And then coming full circle to her first assignment, which was Chuck. Mm. Yeah, and we yeah. saw the um, the iPod, the smashed up or the whatever it was that Bryce sent him the email from. Mm-hmm. We saw it on Graham. We saw Graham again. Yeah. <laughs> And we saw, oh man, that was just, that was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice throwback cool. to season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, okay. it's so interesting to, to think from her perspective because we saw the other General Beckman, um, with Casey, but mm-hmm. it, it's, but the first time we meet Sarah is, um, I think right at the Bymore, right? Yeah. And, uh, it's so nice to now go back in our minds and piece together what happened to her before that and 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 literally like l- probably hours before mhm yeah yeah cuz she would have been right on a plane to to Burbank mhm yeah yeah and t- and i like that that scene came right after um 
her, you know, all that talk about where, where her mom was talking to Chuck and saying, thank you for giving her this life. Mm -hmm. You know, this, it's as close to normal as she can get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Given her past. Even, even that shot as, as they enter, um, on the, 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 the the picture of Chuck and Sarah together. And you can tell that Cheryl's looking at that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. She's so happy to see that Sarah has found this man, this Mm -hmm. man who is just, what she needed. He's exactly what she needed. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of a nice validation just for Chuck and Sarah fans too. I mm. think, you know, now, speaking about fans of a character, how about Tim decay? I know I was, just <laughs> man, I could not wait to see him in this because yeah. I'm a big white collar fan. I haven't missed a single episode and, uh, um, talk with him a few times on the phone and, you know, interviews. Um, mm-hmm. and he, is I just couldn't wait to see him in this. Yeah. Of course, I've seen him in other things here and there, mm-hmm. but um, you know this one. And and honestly, because I remained spoiler free for mm-hmm. this, I didn't know that he was really going to be the bad guy of this episode, the big yeah. bad of this episode. And he I, did well. And yeah. he did a great job. And he was really bad. And I hated him. <laughs> 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 and you know, and I I just love that that. He's a very talented man. Mm. So, um, I think he brought, he brought all his best to the show and I think he did very, very well. So, um, bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- he came in and, and there was already a feeling like he and Sarah had a history. I mean, just the way that the two of them worked together, mm-hmm. it yeah. was totally believable that they had this this history and the again the stakes were higher for her because she had a connection to this guy and she had trusted him and he had betrayed her and uh so she had you know she had to hide the baby from him and it was it was a big deal it was a big deal Mm -hmm. but i really liked the fact that you know this was something that a lot of fans were complaining about especially after the scene um uh, nbc released a sneak peek of that scene with her getting ready to go out on the mission and Chuck trying to get her to tell him why, you know, what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, what about the policy? No more lies, no more lies. And here she is lying to Chuck. Well, she's not lying to Chuck. She's, you know, she's, she is having to keep a secret from him and they did say no more secrets, but mm-hmm. I mean, let's get real. She's been a spy for how many years, but you know, I thought they handled that really well when he said, Sarah, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You should not have gone on your own. You should have, you know, let us help you. You should not have left on your own. And she yeah. said, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which actually, I, I was going to say, for Sarah, it was really, really nice to have two very distinct arcs in this episode. You had, on the one hand, the arc between her and the past and her in the present. But then you had the other arc with with her, even in the present, Going out on her own, and mm-hmm. and then in the end, realizing she needed the team. Right. I kind of feel like this is the last piece to the Sarah Walker puzzle, and mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of a completion of her character. From here, you know, she's Chuck. Chuck was the one to tell her you were wrong, just like it was only a couple episodes ago when Sarah was telling him the same thing when he went off and did his own thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and so here's, you know, turn around and, and I, I just kind of feel like there isn't anything left that I want or that I'm curious to see about her character anymore. I like her now. She's complete. And that scene, it wasn't more evident than that scene with all of them around the table, around the dinner table, the Mm. entire family, including Mm -hmm. her mother. And, um, you know, to me, it was just, this is it for Sarah. This is all we're, we're going to see. And from here on out, it's just going to be kind of wrapping up, you know, um, loose ends that haven't been wrapped up yet. Um, Mm -hmm. but for her, I really kind of feel like she's complete now. And, and turning down the CIA offer and carving the Chuck plus Sarah. Yeah. In the house. I mean. Again with the knife. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh my gosh. Oh, you guys. Yeah. She killed him. Yeah. With the knife. With the knife. She and we saw blood. Him. Now, somebody said on Twitter, why couldn't she do that with Shaw? 
Because <laughs> <laughs> she was tied up downstairs. That's why. Because she was tied up downstairs. And it would have been nice. But, you know, I get a kind of... This is confession time. I get a little satisfaction out of knowing that Shaw is going to spend the rest of his life in solitary. Mm. Yeah. With no Without intersect. the intersect this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, living hell on earth. With flashes yeah. of Santa. He, <laughs> he deserves that. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, that's we were better. just talking. My, my oldest niece was behind on Chuck. Mm-hmm. So she came over yesterday and watched episodes three through seven. Mm-hmm in one day and uh, I knew that this was going to happen when she saw that Shaw was coming back she just screamed with joy she mm-hmm. was so excited she thinks he's the best bad guy she's ever seen uh-huh. um, so she was ecstatic when he came back but we were talking I was talking to my mom about it and there have been a couple there have been a few instances like we had to fast forward some of the Casey Verbansky stuff because she's 12 she doesn't need to see that mm-hmm. um, but mom was saying you know we really don't have to do that so much with the violence because people die but we never see blood Mm. on the show. I mean, even when Decker got blown to bits, you know, on a lot of shows that would have been an opportunity to get pretty gross, Mm -hmm. but you know, we didn't see that on this show. And then tonight or uh, this week in this week's episode, here we go. Knife through the back. But you know what? It was really satisfying. Yeah. It was really satisfying. It was brutal, but it was satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially because I think they really, really established from the beginning how Tim Decay's character was just depraved. Yeah. He wanted to kill that baby for her money. Yeah. Poor baby. Yeah. And uh, now we uh, we should mention the, the subplot. Um, we finally see Morgan and Alex <laughs> come together. And I... I thought it, you know, it was really nice. It, it was, it was, it was fun to see, um, uh, the awesomes. And, and even though <laughs> you think they're so awesome, and yet what she thinks was why, um, or what, what she knows is why she fell in love with him, he doesn't think. Mm-hmm. Like he, he doesn't know the real reason that she, she did. It was yeah. really that, that she saw his relationship with his mom and he thought it was the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, but at the same time, they they were able to help um, Morgan and Alex, and and it was Morgan with the kid. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> seeing him play with her like that it was fun. Yeah, and I really liked that it was Ellie talking to Morgan, mm. and it was you know it was Devin talking with Alex. Yeah, and that Ellie told Morgan, "You're a catch." Yeah. I mean, you know, five years you know, ago, ew, <laughs> never said that. Oh yeah. I, I was thinking during that scene, I was thinking, here's the words that Morgan has wa- had wanted to hear for how long yeah. he's had he had a crush on her, and now he hears him, and he, you know, he's onto somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, oh, the irony. <laughs> and, yeah. and holy arcs in this show. I mean, if if you go back to to season one of any of these characters. And just chart their path. All of these characters have grown so much and their relationships have grown so much. Yeah. 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 They've really become such a, a wonderfully tight knit family, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, unconventional, but a tight knit family. It's really a joy to see that when they bring them all together at the table at the end. And yeah, uh, yeah, I just really love that. But I also liked that Ellie and Awesome were so excited to be in Castle mm. and they wanted to actively, they didn't want to actively waste their babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so they cheated. They cheated yeah. at life. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie comes out with those bullet, that bullet yeah. thing around her. Uh-huh. I, I, I can relate though. When you're married and you got a babysitter, <laughs> yeah, you want to milk it. You don't want to actively waste that babysitter. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But I'm I'm really curious if they're going to have Ellie and Awesome sign up for the CIA. You know, they kind of seem to keep toying with it, but they're not really that good at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even when they're just pretending. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so there's not too many episodes left. Um, boy, Five. we're, we're Five January now. Yep. Yeah. Um. And uh, I guess we'll, in the spoilers, we'll talk about next week. But uh, I think that we are 
seeing some storylines wrap up already. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, but we still have five episodes left, and as much as they pack into each one, mm. I I can't even imagine what they're going to do. Well, I kind of can because I know some stuff, but I mean, what they're going to do in the meantime, how they're going to keep us entertained. Yeah, and with Shaw in prison and and uh, Decker blowed up real good, we still have a <laughs> we still have a baddie to meet, and we know he's uh, a baddie baddie. Yep, yep, the last big bad coming <sighs> up. It's not over yet. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> okay, All right. I think we need some spoilers before we we spill stuff we shouldn't. All right. Yeah, yeah we definitely do. So uh, we're just going to hear from our second batch of sponsors. We're going to roll right after the sponsor messages into the spoilers. So uh, if you're if you are stopping here, thanks for watching. Otherwise, we'll see you shortly. Red Giant's Magic Bullet Suite can give you Hollywood-style looks and special effects as simply as with a single click. For a short time only, get Magic Bullet Mojo for only $49. Starting your own podcast? You need an audio interface to get sound in. Go to presonus.com for a wide range of affordable yet high-quality options. And if you're a photographer, you can get a lot more out of your camera with high-dynamic range photography, made possible by Photomatics Software. And here we go with spoilers, Mel. Well, first up, we have our synopsis for episode 509, which airs on January 6th. It's a Casey-centric episode, mm. and it's called Chuck versus the Kept Man. Gertrude Verbansky returns with a mission for Chuck and a proposition for Casey. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. While Chuck and Sarah contemplate the next step for Carmichael Industries, remember they turned down the offer to be in the CIA, Mm -hmm. Uh, Casey's forbidden love, Gertrude Verbansky, (laughs) walks back into his life with a questionable mission in South Beach. Interesting. Ah, Florida. Hmm. Meanwhile, Jeff's enhanced intelligence leads he and Lester to suspect that something unusual may be happening at the Biomar. You think? (laughs) (laughs) After five years? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, I'm just excited that Carrie Ann Moss is going to be back. (laughs) I know. And it's a Casey-centric episode, so we should get a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. All right. Well. Oh, oh, wait. Mm -hmm. The promo for next week. Oh, right. Oh, Okay, so we get the whole, you know, Casey Verbansky stuff, but then, uh, and I love how they, the the person I had to email after this aired, and it's like, ah, how could you do it that way? The person <laughs> who cut it. Meanwhile, yeah, with Chuck and Sarah. Pregnancy test. The pregnancy test. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. that a minus? Is that an arrow? <laughs> I don't know. What does it mean? Yeah. I'm Chuck. <laughs> an arrow. Uh-huh. Uh, I laughed. <laughs> Well, that would certainly be interesting. I could imagine some fun storylines with uh, with Chuck being protective of Sarah. Yeah. And if they're going to, you know, by the end of the season, by the end of the series, she has to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. She has to. But, I mean, that's just the way the story is going to end. I'm sure of it. Uh-huh. But um, it'll be interesting, yeah, to see uh, to see in these last few episodes, you know, if she is pregnant, what how he handles that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it'd be interesting to see how Casey handles it too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uncle Casey. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> how cute. Yeah. Although I don't think Aunt Gertrude would, uh, <laughs> Aunt Gertie. Gertie. Aunt Gertie. Uh, yeah. I don't, don't think she's going to be real happy with that one at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Aunt Gertie. Oh my. <clears throat> well, we do have a tidbit that we can share with you about the about an action sequence taking place in Chuck versus the Goodbye, mm. which is the vi- final final episode. Wow! Skydive Professional reports that Skydive Pismo Beach, a new company offering skydive d- diving opportunities in California, got an unexpected request last month 
to provide last-minute services for a skydiving sequence with the Chuck stunt team. Mm. Manager Chris Lee explains they wanted to shoot some footage of skydivers landing on the beach. We were perfectly set up for what they needed. It all came together very quickly. The show brought in their own stunt jumpers, Carly Ayers and camera flyer Craig Obi O'Brien. But viewers may see footage of the pumpkin, the company's trademark plane, on a scene, one of the scenes as well. So, um, considering the two stunt jumpers will be uh, well covered, we hope, with protective gear and therefore unrecognizable, uh, I don't know. Who do you think they're going to be standing in for? Chuck and Sarah? Hmm. I, I kind of... I kind of wonder if it's not a Morgan Alex wedding and they do something crazy like skydiving. That's kind of what came to my mind too. Yeah. Something or, or maybe not a wedding, but Casey Verbansky, something I think is. They go off on a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like I've been saying all along. But <laughs> on the other hand, the end of the pilot was Chuck and Sarah at the beach, not skydiving, but you know, they were at the beach. So mm. I, I don't know. So many possibilities. Yeah. All I know is it's going to come so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Hey, you know, if if the episodes continue to go on the way they have been, whoa. Yeah. Strap in, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we get two episodes on the 27th. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're going to be exhausted. We're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not. I'm gonna be somebody just be passed out on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> no dogs. podcast. No yeah. podcast. Forget it. Forget it. You guys do it yourselves. <laughs> now you remember that Fedak wouldn't tell us the title for episode twelve. Mm-hmm. It's top secret. We should be getting that at the end of this week mm-hmm. because they'll release. NBC will release the uh, synopses for episodes twelve and thirteen um, as part wow. of their scheduling lineup. So, stay all right. Tuned. We'll yeah. post that as soon as it comes out. It should be Thursday, maybe Friday. Yep. Cool. Yep. Wow. Well, mm. some some milestones. I mean, one of them is uh, that this is four years since we started. That's right. It was January of 08. January of 08. This, uh, uh-huh. this is our 100th podcast because we had a half episode announcing the season two renewal, I think. Yep. Um, no, season three renewal. Or season three renewal. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be done, done real quick. some extra wrinkles since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do look a little different since then. <laughs> hair's oh, yeah. Little, my hair is different. <laughs> hair's yeah. longer. Oh, my hair is... Man, I, I had long hair when we started. I, I have brown hair, hair when we started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it'd I had be dark fun. Brown hairs. Liz had like short, short hair. Yeah, it'd be it'd be fun for one of our last podcasts to bring in the old, old, old opening. Oh yeah, oh yeah, remember that? Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, those were the days. Those uh, were the yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I uh, hope you guys have a fun week. And uh, I'm sure that we we we're, we're going to have just a great bunch of episodes of chuck in january so do watch live on friday nights eight seven central on nbc tweet all about it go to the uh chat at chucktv.net make sure to check chuck chucktv.net for all your chuck news and we'll see you next time happy new year yep bye-bye bye-bye